TED Audio Collective. Oh man, I'm such a I'm such a troll. <laughs> you identify as a troll. <laughs> I I identify as a troll. I think I just identify as a troll. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until that presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case unexplainable. It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com, designed for work. Hey, I'm Dylan Marin, and this is Conversations with People Who Hate Me, the show where I have extended conversations with some of the people who have sent me the most negative or hateful messages on the internet. In this show, and in interviews about this show, I've purposefully chosen to not use the word troll out of respect for my guests. The idea of calling them trolls feels like I'd be stripping them of their humanity, you know, their people, some of whom strongly disagree with my views, others with my sexuality, and a select few with my entire existence but they're still people and bless them for it. But today, I'm talking to someone who identifies as a troll, and who am I to stand in the way of someone's identity? To use his terminology, he first trolled me when I made a video called Happy Heterosexual Pride Day, a satirical PSA inspired by the many who demanded that straight people should get a Pride Day if gay people get one. Here's a clip. Today is Friday or Saturday or Sunday, or Monday, or um, Tuesday, or Wednesday, or it's Thursday, which means it is heterosexual pride day. Now, beneath this video, many people left comments, and one of those comments came from a man named James. He wrote, Dude, you generalize people who are straight, and you're also condescending as fuck. Like, seriously, you want people to feel guilty about the way they were born, and you define people by their sexuality. You're a walking contradiction, mate. So. That was from James, and I am going to call James right now. Hello. Hey, is this James? Yes, hello. This is Dylan. Yeah, this is Dylan Marin. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. So, James, uh, thank you for talking to me today. Uh, Tell me a little about you. Okay, I'm a stand-up comedian. That's amazing. And how did you get into stand-up? Well, I just um, came up with some material, mm-hmm. and I just I met people who were um, in comedy, so I, I thought maybe I'll give it a shot, so I did. Mm. And it went really well, and, yeah, it's been going really well ever since. So far, I've done... Uh, only collaboration shows, but mm-hmm. um, next year I'm doing a solo show. So. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what are some of the things you talk about in your set? Um, <laughs> I I'm kind of one of those uh, one-liner guys. People say it's like pretty dark, but um, it's like pointing out the most obvious shit that's like right in front of your face. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy said to me once uh, that the jokes that I write is the jokes that um, he wishes 
That's what? Because you're just pointing out the stuff that's there in front of everyone, everyone's noses. Yeah, yeah, like right in front of your face kind of stuff. That's amazing. Uh, would I, I don't know if you feel comfortable, but would you mind sharing a few of your jokes now? <laughs> uh, I, I, I would, but it's kind of like... I totally get uh, it. It, won't, it. It just won't be funny. It won't oh, be funny. I, I, I 100% get it. It's like someone introducing yeah. you at a party and being like, they're funny. And then you're like, I, what do I say to that, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> and now I yeah, became yeah, totally. that awful person. It's like, oh, dance for me, <laughs> dance for me. Uh, so I formally apologize <laughs> for doing that. <laughs> no, that's all right. I guess in some way that we're similar is is I'm also in the comedy community here in New York. I I do yeah. not I don't do stand up, but um yeah. And you know you will get to your comment, but perhaps you disagree that what I do is comedy, and that is okay. I totally <laughs> affirm your position. Um, yeah, I see it as comedy, but comedy is like one of those um, mediums that I, I actually always um, like. So my start in comedy was doing sketch comedy. Um, yeah, and that's how I started in college, and I got very very nervous about. Um, even calling it comedy because I... Why is that? Because I I was just like, you know what? Whether or not it's comedy, it's like up to the audience to decide. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because I equate saying it's comedy with saying it's funny. So if I tell... It, it's like if I go up to someone and like, hey, I'm funny. You know, then I get so nervous yeah. because I'm like, well, you might not think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. And... And so, so comedy is like the funniest name of a genre to me because, um, yeah, because it could be anything really. Exactly. And it's also totally subjective. So you could tell an audience, like, get ready for comedy coming your way and they could hate it. And then you're like, oh, I suppose this wasn't comedy, but in fact, like just humiliation (laughs) on stage. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a funny relationship with that. So it's, 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 um, yeah, nice to hear you. Um, you well, kind of talk about actually, what you do. Actually, to be honest, I I watched that video um, that I commented on, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I I did kind of laugh a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I I thought it was funny, like the second time watching it. Okay, but the first time you didn't. Yeah, but I was like really wasted. <laughs> I can't even remember watching it. Really, the, f- the first time you were wasted. So, um. Well, yeah. this is a great segue. Let's get to it right now. Um, James, uh, you wrote under that video, and I'm going to read, Dude, you generalize yeah. people who are straight, and you're also condescending as fuck. Oh, God. Like, seriously, you want people to feel guilty about the way they were born, and you define people by their sexuality. You're a walking contradiction, mate. Um, <laughs> so, James, here we are. Uh. How embarrassing. No, it's, I mean, um, I am not embarrassed. Look, we're having a great time on the phone. Do, do you yeah. feel embarrassed by that? Well, uh, I'm not really, because I don't really get embarrassed. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, slightly, slightly. Mm-hmm. I, I can see where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know. I think it must have been, like, what, oh, it, I think it was the whole um, combining... Uh, religion with um with being straight and Mm -hmm. like i don't know it just wasn't reality for me like i mean because i was 
I was never brought up with any religion in my family mm-hmm. at all. And then, like, it kind of seemed like you were putting all this whole massive genre of people, genre, I don't know if that's the right word, but genre of people in one box. I mean, the joke that it was based on, or or the take, I suppose, is that um, this was a few weeks after the Orlando shooting in Florida, um, and which, okay. which coincided with Pride Month, and a lot of people were saying we should have a heterosexual Pride Month. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, see, I had no idea. I wasn't equating heterosexuality with religion. It's it's just that so often the Bible is used as the shield to, um, or I guess more aptly, the sword to convince people that homosexuality is a sin. So um, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it, it was kind of twisting that and turning it on its head and saying Adam and Eve were the first uh, persecuted straight people and that's when straight yeah. culture was born. <laughs> Again, I am not saying this to like change your mind so that you think it was funny and just the, the I'm already like breaking out into a sweat <laughs> thinking that I'm <laughs> potentially on the phone with someone being like, no, 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 please, what I did was funny. That sounds like, <laughs> feels so desperate to me. Um, or that feels yeah, like I'm giving yeah. voice to the desperation that truly lives within me. Here, here we are i'm being real about it <laughs> um but uh but here you know james it's coming out with you so i i guess um that's where i was coming from yeah i mean like if i knew that if i knew that there were people who actually wanted a heterosexual pride day right then i think i would have understood the yeah because i i kind of figured that the second time i watched it i was like oh well obviously mm-hmm like, there, James, what the fuck? <laughs> but, the yeah, the first time I didn't get that. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know there were actually people who who would want, even want a heterosexual pride day. It's oh, weird. James, there are so many humans on this planet who, who want a heterosexual <laughs> yeah. pride day. I mean, I, I think it's very similar to, like, white pride, right? It's, it's people who yeah, yeah, think yeah. that um, gay pride is... is suffocating straight existence um, when the irony is that gay pride actually exists because it was being suffocated by, you know, like, um, by the refusal to acknowledge that it existed. So, you know, you're, you're a comedian and I'm curious, what is your approach to comedy? And I, I guess like, what's your, what draws you to it? Well, I, as a when I was uh, about maybe thirteen, I was diagnosed with Asperger's. Mm-hmm. I think people just think my way of looking at the world is funny, huh. like everything's literal. For anyone listening who doesn't know what Asperger's is, could you just um, give us like a quick definition? It's like it's kind of like on the spectrum of like you know autism and like uh, ADD, ADHD. Stuff. It's on the spectrum. And yeah, and I make fun, like, people make fun of me all the time. What are the challenges uh, to having Asperger's and being a comedian? Well, um, the challenges are, like, it's hard to socialize. Mm-hmm. Because cause I always think that, like, in the comedy scene, it's always, it's a, like, given that you're going to drink. Because mm-hmm. it's always at a bar, everyone's drinking. And for me, that's a... Uh, coping mechanism. Drinking. Because I'm not very good socially. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. Um, that is the challenge. That's the challenge is mainly socially. Is that just to like make socializing easier? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't, uh, had a drink for a long time now. I think just before you messaged me, I stopped drinking. Oh, amazing. It's been like, yeah, I've, I had like a couple of lapses because it's like alcohol is like the hardest thing to, to give up. Of and course, before yeah. that, um, before that I, I went through like a whole decade of drinking and like, mm-hmm. and, and amphetamine use. Uh-huh. But in uh, Adelaide, there's a massive uh, crystal meth epidemic. Oh, really? Right now. And you, yeah, yeah. And you were using? Yeah, yeah. But I, I quit that, like, uh, about a year ago. But uh-huh. I was still using other amphetamines. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped that completely, like, cold turkey. Oh, was that hard? And then, and I, yeah, uh, it was. Alcohol is harder, mm-hmm. and also the withdrawals from uh, alcohol are way worse. Mm-hmm. You, you would say withdrawal you, from alcohol is worth worse than crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, because when you withdraw from crystal meth, you're like you sleep through most of the withdrawals hmm. because you're so tired. Mm-hmm. And like, um, and you just want to like eat and stuff and lie in bed. Right. So right. that's kind of easy. And it only lasts, it, it doesn't even last that long. But the withdrawals from alcohol are what is just so much worse. Huh. It lasts longer and it's, and you like can't sleep for ages. Yeah. And, and, um, is this the kind of first time that you've decided to go sober? Uh, this is the second time. It, it's kind of one of those things where you really have to, you really have to choose yourself. Because mm-hmm. um, I think the first time I just wasn't ready to do it, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't. But now, you know, I'm like I'm 28. I feel like the rest of my life will be better if I quit. I just have to say, I I really applaud you for. I I don't want to say applaud you for for not. Um, for kind of going sober because maybe there are some folks listening who don't feel that they're ready to do that yet. But I, I just think yeah. I applaud you for kind of making a change that is like pro you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. You said that when you first wrote this comment, um, you were drunk, right? Oh uh, yeah. I was, I was probably drunk and on, and on drugs. Oh really? Um, so, so when you enter that headspace, do you comment on videos or, or do you do things that you normally wouldn't do on the internet, like engage in conversations with people? Yeah. yeah I, but I, I do that a lot anyway. I love to, you know, comment. Oh man, I'm such a, I'm such a troll. <laughs> you, I you, just, you're, just like... you identify as a troll. <laughs> Stay right there. We'll be right back. If you like this podcast and you want to help support it directly, you can check out our merch store. We have brand new shirts that say Empathy is Not Endorsement, a mantra I've made for the show, and stickers that say what I say at the end of every episode, remember there's a human on the other side of the screen. Also, there's a shirt that has Rob Wilson's beautiful logo for our show on it. 
Check it all out at www.conversationswithpeoplewhohateme.com and click on Merch. All right, let's get back to the conversation. You identify as a troll. <laughs> I mean, do you? I, I identify as a troll. I think I just identify as a troll. Wow. Do you feel like you um, troll more when you're under the influence or it's like in, in all um, kind of states you, you, you like trolling? I, I troll in all states, but um, <laughs> I, that that sounds like a beautiful <laughs> quote that should be like printed somewhere. I troll in all states. Great, great. Yeah. I suppose uh, the formal question to ask is, how do you troll? Well, I usually only troll if I disagree with something, like me being condescending as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how like wasted I am, the troll will be like. I mean, I can. I can do a good troll and then I can do a shit troll. And that and the troll that I did on you was a shit troll. Talk to me about what a good troll is. A good troll is one that um, I easily shut someone down and make it funny at the same time. Got and it. get likes. You've got to get likes on a good, a good troll gets more likes. Huh. Oh, wow. This is fascinating. Okay. So I got like, I got almost 4,000 likes on a troll one. Wow. Yeah, and and by comment. on a yeah. troll, you meant like on a comment under a video or a post? Yeah. Got it. And your main incentive for making that comment was what? Like what was the payback you were hoping for? The likes? Yeah, and also the way I um, word it. Uh-huh. Right. I think like my, my troll on your video wasn't worded very well. Do you think trolling is inherently connected to comedy? Uh, yes. Huh. Wow, that because, is so interesting to me. Uh, well, why is it interesting? Is it, like, what, what, do you, what would you consider a troll? Um, I, see, I would, um, I would say trolling is completely negative. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I actually think is that we're getting to something very, very interesting here, which is that it's not how I would judge trolling, but how I would judge comedy. Um, yeah, okay. To me, the the funniest joke um, is something that makes you think about the world differently, and it yeah. involves more people. And yeah, and I really don't like comedy. So that would be like a good troll, right? But at the same time, a troll is like, okay, well, well, I'm open to this, but from my understanding, trolling something or trolling someone is attacking that person, right? Yeah, right. So, and I don't possibly at all like comedy that attacks one single person. Um, yeah. And I and I think that's where it's really different. So like, while I like completely uh, applaud you as a comedian, and I think the fact that you're like, um, I'm I'm going to get very SJW right now, <laughs> but um, I think it's yeah, okay. I think it's very cool that you're um, doing comedy, uh, especially when people think that people with Asperger's can't do comedy. You know, I think that's fucking heroic and awesome. And I I don't mean that sarcastically. Oh, thank you. But I think it it, it kind of feels like when you're 
when you're telling me that you're trolling and and you're like yeah i'm use i'm going to like um use your talents to make a very uh incisive takedown about someone or something and you're going to troll them i think that is a misuse of your talent yeah if you're using that energy to make a joke at the expense of a person um i feel like that is almost an uh an abuse of your power and and that might sound very intense yeah. but like it's almost as if like you are go with me here but you're about to receive a big yeah. compliment <laughs> so get the fuck ready but um it okay. almost feels like because you have a talent and, and clear interest in comedy that um you have a power kind of like a superhero but as we know from yeah. the comics you can use your power for good or you can use your power for bad <laughs> and i'm sure yeah, yeah, okay. i'm sure you use your power for good um it, yeah. when you're doing a stand-up set but i think if you're trolling i feel like you're not I feel like you're using that power for bad because that might make you really happy to get a lot of likes, but the person who is who you are trolling um, could like that could ruin their day. It could ruin their week. You know what I mean? <laughs> not so bad. No, I, I, I'm 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 actually not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm saying this to be like you possess yeah, yeah, something no, really cool, yeah. you know, like you possess the ability to yeah. like, well, I feel pretty good at, at the same time. Right. Um, so you feel very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good, 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 good. So it's yeah, a mixed yeah. feeling. Um, so, and, and so you were saying that the, uh, troll comment you left for me, uh, was, uh, you said that was a bad troll. And do you think it's a bad troll yeah, yeah. because you didn't think it was like a a good joke or incisive? I don't even think I made a joke, did I? I think like obviously like that comment, just reading it out, sounds so fucking like ugh. Yeah. But um, but if if I was like say if I was like in the same room as you mm -hmm. and I watched that video, it would be so different. Right. Or if I, if, if instead of a video that was a set that I did or, or a bit that I did in my set, um, you wouldn't necessarily stand up in the comedy club and say, Oh no, dude, you generalize people. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd be like, <laughs> all right, I just won't laugh, you know? People would hate me if I did that. Yeah, they'd be like, all right, you know, like maybe whether they loved my set or hated my set, they'd be like, all right, sir, in the back, you know, like you don't, you don't need to yell. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. Then, then this is, this is interesting to me and, and go down this rabbit hole with me for a second, but it almost feels like, um, trolling is giving a voice to like why you're not laughing at something in a comedy set. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. instead of not laughing, you're like, all right, let me take down this person with why I'm not laughing, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah. like the irony too is like, you know, like you were condescending to my video and I'm, I'm not saying this because you should feel bad about it. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I was being condescending there. I became the contradiction. Yeah, right. And so maybe, in fact, now you wrote a really brilliant meta joke because now... Like an elaborate joke. Yes, it's a very elaborate joke, and the punchline only just came now, months after you writing this comment. <laughs> like, 
Oh, it turns out I'm like a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, James, kudos to you. Look at you. Um, well, I well, I mean, I, I, I still as entertaining as that is to consider. I mean, I just think like. I, I do kind of stick to what I said before, which is like, yeah. I think comedy is a power. Now, it's totally subjective um, what yeah. I call good comedy, what you call good comedy. But I, I, I really do feel like it's not entertaining to me when I see someone being attacked by good comedy because I just see it as a waste of good comedy. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, I see that. Like, even... Um, when I kind of see a comedian um, making a homophobic joke or a transphobic yeah. joke, I'm like, "Wow, that's that sucks. You're you're a genius, yeah. and this is how you use your genius is by like yeah, yeah. attacking a group of people who is already marginalized. Like it. Um, yeah, I'm just like, what if you took all the time that you put into those jokes, which clearly you put time into because they're like technically well crafted, and what if you instead put that into a joke that was like um, definitively punching up, which is just to say like attacking someone who is um, or a group of people who who are more powerful than you, or like you know making some like acute observation of the world do you think like i I was i was kind of thinking about this what what if is it not offensive to leave someone out in in terms of like say if i'm going to be joking Mm -hmm. about people or groups of people Mm -hmm. if i'm not gonna if say if i didn't joke about uh say for example, trans people or whatever, mm-hmm. if I didn't make fun of them, mm-hmm. then wouldn't that be more offensive because I see them as a something you don't make fun of, which oh. is like in my mind, no, it's I like, mean, like leaving them out in a way. I, 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 I totally disagree. I mean, I think so. So I think that's kind of where, where we might see this differently, but I think the it the joke should never be about trans people the joke can be about if if the topic is trans identity then there are so many different directions yeah. you could go with the joke you could make fun of like yeah. uh transphobia you i i think like <clears throat> like one of one of the um the best jokes uh i think it was like from the 90s even and this was when trans identity wasn't really even being talked about and and the big thing was like gay people like i i see that chris rock joke of saying i want gay people to be married so that they can be just as miserable as the rest of us is like the perfect um kind of way to make a joke when you're not part of a community but you're you're kind of joking about a topic because it wasn't at the expense of gay people people always say we can't have gay marriage because marriage is a sacred institution that happens in the church it's sacred no it's not marriage ain't sacred not in america not in a country that watches who wants to marry a millionaire and the bachelor and the bachelorette Shit, gay people got a right to be as miserable as everybody else. <laughs> yeah, because it's the punchline. The punchline is making fun of married people, not gay people. So 
I have a challenge for you, which is like, it's so cool to hear how, um, how much you think about comedy and how much it means to you. Um, and, and how, how much, you know, effort and energy you put into a joke as, as standups do. Um, I say like, uh, kind of figure out a way to even leave a troll comment that like is a great joke, but that isn't at the expense of anyone, you know, like I've seen many comments that like, don't, don't make anyone feel bad, but are like really great observations about the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So not that you, yeah, great. Okay. Awesome. Um, you can see it as homework, or if you hate homework, then fuck that. You can see it as whatever you want to see it as. Or you can not do yeah. it, you know? Um, I'm, I'm just me, and you're just you. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so um, James, uh, do, you, do you regret writing this comment? Uh, no, because if I didn't write it, then we wouldn't have this conversation, would we? No, and I, we would have just been two people on different sides of the planet who would never have spoken to each other. So here we are. Exactly. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, James, I'm glad you called me condescending as fuck. Here we are. <laughs> um, or, or a walking contradiction, both, you know, I'm, I'm proud of both. Yeah. Um, so Good. James, as you know, uh, this show is called conversations with people who hate me. Um, <laughs> do you hate me? No, I don't hate you at all. I like you now, Dylan. Oh, James, I like you now too. Look at that. Look, we th- from from condescending as fuck to phone friends. This is cool. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> um, well, James, it was um it was such a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, you too. If you um if you start working on some new material and you write that joke that kind of doesn't attack a single person, I'd love to hear it if you want to share it with me. Absolutely. Okay, well, cool. Um, James, it was uh, a real pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I'll see you on the internet, okay? Okay, see you um, later. All right, bye, James. Conversations with People Who Hate Me is a production of Night Vale Presents. Christy Gressman is the executive producer. Vincent Cascione is the sound engineer and mixer. Alan Rahimik is the production manager. The theme song is These Dark Times by Caged Animals. The logo was designed by Rob Wilson. And this podcast was created, produced, and hosted by me, Dylan Marin. Special thanks to Night Vale Presents Director of Marketing, Adam Cecil, our publicist, Christine Ragassa, and also Dustin Flannery-McCoy, Rob Silcox, Mark Maloney, and production assistants, Allison Goldberger and Emily Muller. Thank you to all of those who gave encouragement throughout this process, and also thank you to those who warned me against doing this project. I did it anyway. And yes, thank you to those who wrote the hateful messages, comments, and posts that inspired me to turn one-way negativity into productive two-way conversations. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back with another conversation next week. If you love this show, tell all of your friends about it, and if you hated this show, maybe write to me. Tell me why you hated it, and who knows maybe you'll be a guest on the show. Just remember, there is a human on the other side of the screen. We're racing, racing through these dark times. It's hard to take it. We're gonna make it through these dark times. 
Dark time.